Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeves Show. We have a couple of shows planned for the near future. One, of course, we'll look at the season and what's coming up for the Minnesota Lynx. But in this show, what we really want to do is we want to devote an entire show just to Sylvia Fowles, uh, maybe the greatest center, probably the greatest center in WNBA history. Maybe I should just say the greatest center in WNBA history. That's probably the right way to go. Uh, Fascinating final week, a very emotional final week. And Cheryl, let's start with Friday night. Uh, you, you know, you packed the house, had a great ceremony after the game. And, uh, you know, it, I thought it was just such a great, you know, sometimes ceremonies just feel a little staged. That just felt so genuine. Everybody loves her so much. The The Seattle Storm stayed on the court. You know, you had Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart there. Uh, you had, you know, Team USA people. You had WNBA people, obviously her own teammates and people who've known her for years. I just thought that was a great ceremony. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, Friday was a culmination of um, things that we started to plan back in January when we went down to to visit Sill. Um, you know, that was really what our visit was about was, hey, what do you want this to look like? You know, in what ways can we celebrate you? What's meaningful to you? And and so you saw, you know, a season long kind of journey of, of celebrating Sill. And so Friday was a culmination of all that. And uh, I couldn't agree more. I, I thought that, you know, our, you know, Carly Knox and her staff, uh, just spent uh, so much time in trying to create exactly what you saw, which is uh, not only just a celebration of Syl, but the magnitude of her reach uh, that was on display. And, and uh, you know, like you said, very genuine. Um, you know, her family was there and, and they've been so supportive of her career. And, you know, I think the brothers take credit for a lot of <laughs> who Syl <laughs> became and, uh, and still gives them credit. Uh, but I think it was just you know, just a great tribute for, for fans to be able to share their love. That was overwhelming for so. And, and I just think the USA basketball tie in all of it, it was, it was, it was just perfect other than uh, the game itself. The, 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 uh, the celebration was, was on point. Yeah. And uh, you know, I thought Waylon was great. I thought you were great. And, you know, I do appreciate that you, you know, basically referenced one of my recent columns and said, Hey, she should come back for a year. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. Yeah, you know, I tried one, one more year. <laughs> and if, but if you can't get it done, I doubt if I can get it done. You no, know, I was. Uh, you know, I wouldn't even ask. I'll be honest with you. The one more year was this year. Uh, I'll, I'll say yeah, that. Know. You know, that was. Right. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, we we would all want her to continue to play for a long, long time because she still can. But uh, it's selfish on our part. You know, still is ready for for something different. And given that she was dealing with a knee and and a certain amount of age, and she's a, a large human being, which means she has more to work <laughs> on her body. I mean, really, you know, it's it's harder for big players. I mean, it's it's you know, it's, I always find it fascinating when when you look at Shaq or Sill or any large basketball player. It's like they don't often don't get the benefit of the calls because they're big, and they all and I think it's really easy for average size people just to assume that they should automatically be good at basketball because they're large. <laughs> the reality is. There are also challenges for larger players. They're they're carrying more weight. There's more weight on their joints. Uh, they they do get hammered more without getting calls. I mean, it's it's not an easy life to be a big player in, in a professional basketball league. You know, it's not. Um, you know, I, I think all that was uh, well said. I think the beatings, you know, are real. You know, and and we've seen still kind of tire of of that um, because you just it just hurts. You know, and like what you have to do to recover and. And that sort of thing. And so just the preparation. So um, exactly as we hope, she sprinted to the finish line. She prepared herself so that she could have a successful season. She fought through injuries and ailments and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, the 
the the preparation of practices and and you know the the, the meetings you get there and the, the games and all of that certainly does wear on you. Like you said, she's just 36 years old, uh, but she'd like to have quality of life physically uh, to be active uh, after uh, you know this illustrious career, and she'll she'll be on track to be able to do that. Thanks to Livia. Thanks to uh, our friend Glory Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group. Thanks to Rudy Luther Toyota. My realtor, Cara Quinn, All Energy Solar and TSR Injury Law. Thanks to everyone who sponsors the show and TalkNorth.com. This is TalkNorth.com, best sports lineup in town. We've added Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast, Dave Lee, Boyce Olson, variety shows, outdoor content. Uh, We have a bunch of hockey shows, a couple of Viking shows. Check it all out. We do appreciate you listening. We recommend subscribing to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at TalkNorth.com pod and watch the shows at be released thanks to our producer brandon morton and you know i I thought sylvia even overachieved this year she played more minutes than i expected and she was even more productive than i expected did you think she could do this i did uh you know we we expected that i think still expected that of herself i don't think there was any reason for her not to be as productive uh as she's always been the only thing that would stand in her way was would be the physical side whether um you know being able to you know, play, like you said, as many minutes. We, we did go through a stretch where uh, she was more limited to, to 20 minutes, but she remained productive even in the 20 minutes. Uh, she took away. I'm super proud of this because this didn't happen. Uh, I don't know that it happened in any season that she was with us, but uh, she was a peak performer uh, with regard to rebounding. So she won the rebounding title this year for the entire league. Um, and, you know, for her, that's, you know, you think that happens every year, but it doesn't. Um, you know, she's, she's over 4,000, the only player in, in league history to ever do that. Uh, we're super proud of those things. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why she couldn't, uh, perform like, like she's always done. And, and that's, that was very important to Syl. She did not want to be on the floor if she could not be the Sylvia Fowles that we all know in terms of her dominance on the court. She would not have returned if she didn't think that she could do that. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, that, that was important to her that her last season, uh, like Sue, uh, to, to be, you know, as product, productive as, as other seasons. And, and I think Syl was able to do that for sure. It's not hard to build a case that she's the greatest center in league history. Uh, she leads league in historical rebounding, field goal percentage, uh, plenty of other stats that uh, that just kind of seal that. But if you if somebody wanted to make an argument, who else would they put in that conversation? No, I, I think there's there's no one else in the conversation. She's the greatest center in league history. Um you know, I think if if you talk to people uh, in other cities that um, feel like that they've had the greatest center, uh, I think the first the first name that would come to mind that people would say would be Lisa Leslie. Um, and I just when you say the names Lisa Leslie, or even like a Lauren Jackson, it just doesn't make sense because it's not the same was not the same way uh, that Sill played. Sill was a classic center, uh, and our league has not seen uh, anyone uh, remotely close to a classic center the way that Sylvia Fowles played the center position. Uh, and so to me, it's, it's not even close, uh, that, that she is the greatest center, uh, that our league has ever seen. Can you talk about your bond with Sylvia? Because you mean traded for her and, you know, she wasn't one of the players who kind of grew up with you. Uh, you didn't draft her. And yet right. by the end, it, it seemed like you were very close. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know, know much about Syl, um, when we first uh, traded for her, it was really about, uh, her connection to Simone and some of the other players on the team through USA Basketball, Maya and, and Lindsay, and and I had only known Sill kind of oddly, because usually you start to, you know, when you're playing against teams, you have some level of interaction. I just never had any with Sill, um, but 
you know, I had knew that she was a, you know, a good egg, so to speak, and that sort of thing through, through Simone. And, uh, so it wasn't until that she became a lynx and we started sort of, uh, kind of going through the process together, um, that we, you know, we really got to know each other. And, and, you know, I think at the root of, of any great relationship is trust. Um, and, and I think the, the trust, uh, ran deep both ways, um, or, or runs deep both ways. Um, Syl was somebody that, um, I think when I listened to her, her family, when they kind of shared, uh, their appreciation for our relationship, because they felt like I held Syl to a high standard, uh, and helped her achieve things, uh, like an MVP award and, and that sort of thing that, um, Syl want, you know, I always say this great players want to be coached and Sylvia Fowles absolutely is in that category. Uh, and always was, was willing to add something to her game or, or be whatever we need her to be, um, grow in a, in a leadership role once, once Simone left and my, you know, Maya moved on or, or, or Lindsay retired and all of a sudden it was Sylvia Fowles. Um, you know, I think that's when I first maybe really understood the depth of her, uh, love for the franchise, uh, was when, you know, all those things kind of peeled away and it was just Syl. And obviously at the time Fee, but Fee wasn't a part of that other, other era. And, and I think for Syl to, uh, that that just really for me kind of just really resonated when I when I you know had it sat her down and kind of say hey you know like this is what's going on and this is what you know what lies ahead and um, you know would certainly understand I would love to give you everything you deserve and if you want it to be somewhere else I will help you do that uh, we had that sort of conversation and and it literally was about a half a second <laughs> where she said what you know no and this is where I want to be this is this this is home this is my family you're my family. And I want to go through this with you. So it just, you know, like you don't get many. If you think about professional sports, you just don't get that. Uh, and so Syl's a throwback, uh, a bit of a throwback. Uh, but it's how she lives her life. Uh, you know, she's committed and loyal. And and uh, I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, we tried to show her the same in return. And and so I think that's what leads to the depth of, of, of the relationship that we were able to share. How's the Livia program going for you? Livia is going well. Happy to report. Uh, I, I, I have to. I had to push back my goal a little bit <laughs> in terms of timing. Uh, you know, I got I got derailed a little bit. I think we talked about that at one point. But uh, I'm very like I'm I'm very very close and, and just a few weeks away. And I'm excited to be able to do that before we take off for the World Cup uh, over in Sydney. And then I have to. Uh, you know, really lean on Livia to sort of help me uh, remotely, uh, make sure I have the product that I need. So we're in the process of making some plans uh, to make sure that I can I can uh, be successful when I'm gone for this month uh, with USA Basketball. So they're they're great, and uh, I think uh, you know anybody out there that's that's listening, uh, one of the best things I did uh, in choosing me, it certainly helped me through a difficult season. Uh, I, I helped I think health wise. Uh, felt great physically. Uh, and so if anybody's interested and ready uh, to choose you, I think it would be uh, a really great choice to, to to join Livia. My wife is using the Livia program with great success as well. We also want to mention another friend of the Reeve family. Lori Ramsey handles uh, social marketing for the Cheryl Reeve show. So we just want to say thank you to Glory and successful marketing group. They created and manage all the social media for the Cheryl Reeve show. If you're looking for social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at glory as just like it sounds glory at successful marketing group.com. Uh, so 
what was it like for you on Sunday? We obviously, yep, the, the ceremony became the focal point of Friday night. What was it like on Sunday to actually face the reality of her playing her last game? Well, I mean, we certainly knew that the, you know, the challenges that existed. We knew when we beat Phoenix, it at least helped us, give us a chance. Um, but we knew that we had a tougher, uh, tougher road. You know, that had been long, long been the case for the playoff teams that were, or for the teams that were fighting for the, the remaining playoff position. Um, you know, so we knew, we knew the challenges. And so it wasn't like it came as a, as a shock, uh, to us, you know, like where we were the, the heavy favorite and we lost, uh, that would have been really hard to, to swallow. But, um, you know, I think at that point it, you know, it had really gotten, you know, to a situation where, you know, we were all pretty exhausted, um, mm-hmm. meeting Syl and her family and, and, and us that have been such a part of it that, um, you know, it, it felt awful. <laughs> like the, I think the, you know, I, people kind of felt maybe we were closer than what we were. Um, I know that we cut the lead and that sort of thing, but uh, the reality was we weren't in position to win the game. And so I think that maybe made it a little bit easier for Syl, but also harder at the same time because you're pissed, you know, <laughs> that, you, <laughs> that you, you you sure wish that we would have, you know, competed uh, better to, to put, our, put ourselves in a chance to win the game. And uh, But I think at that point, Syl was really at peace with everything and, uh, she so appreciated the love that she got from around the league, uh, and and really just from so many different places. Maybe that places that she didn't necessarily uh, expect it. And you know, at the end, ESPN joined in and really helped to celebrate and uh, in, in putting you know her game on TV, which was not originally on. Uh, they put that on, uh, and I think I think Syl had this revelation. I think initially, you know, Syl was used to being sort of underserved an underserved player in our league. And, and then when everyone started kind of wanting to celebrate her, she was like, why now? You know, like, where have you been mm-hmm. type of thing? And then she realized it wasn't about that. It was about a love and appreciation for her and her career. Uh, and so then she transitioned into kind of really understanding that this is what this was all about. Um, you know, that, you know, wherever you, you think her place is in history really doesn't matter. It was, uh, there is no one, no one that has followed Sylvia's career that wasn't super, super proud of all that she did. And that's what I talked about when we landed in, in Minneapolis after uh, Sunday's game, you know, because it's really hard uh, to not let the the difficult season. It's hard for me, maybe a little bit easier for Syl. Um, it was really hard for me to kind of, you know, accept that that's what her last season was. That was, you know, that's, that's just not exactly what we uh, had hoped for. Um, but, what I told Syl was, I don't want her to spend any more time thinking about that. I wanted all of her thoughts to be around what an incredible freaking career she had. I started listing the things. I was like, are you kidding me? You know, and you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, my goodness. Uh, and let's really focus on that and, and the joy uh, that, that she got uh, from competing in the great sport of basketball, being a professional basketball player in the WNBA, uh, the way she impacted so many people, her ability to amplify all the things that she loves, uh, including cycling, you know, here in the community. And uh, it just was it was just really the celebration. I'm just really, really proud of uh, the Lynx organization and the way that we uh, that we, we came through for Syl in that way. And, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy about that. I want to thank all of our sponsors at TalkNorth.com and on the Cheryl Reeve show, including Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. 
Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Speaking of All Energy Solar, AllEnergySolar.com, do high utility bells have you seeing red? See green instead with solar power and net metering. With net metering, extra energy generated by your solar panels is sent back to the energy grid in exchange for credit on your electricity bill. Those credits pay for your energy use on days when solar production is low or your electricity use is high. Uh, check out All Energy Solar for saving money on gas, uh, for saving money in utility bills, for increasing the resale value of your house, uh, for paying off in the long term, uh, no matter what you do. And they're great. these are great for business, too. So go to allenergysolar.com and check out all the ways that All Energy Solar, solar energy, can help you. Also, I want to tell you about Cara Quinn. And I know we have ads about her new company, Sete Cole, uh, S-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-L-I. It's a cool Italian term. Uh, it's it's Cara's new business. But I'm, I'm just going to take a break from our normal uh, messaging about Cara. Just tell you, hey, uh, Cara sold our house. She did it quickly. She did it efficiently. Uh, you know, it sold really quickly after we put it on the market, even though the market is not quite as crazy as it was just a few months ago. We sold, and, and she just solved so many problems. She's always available. Uh, she's always texting, calling, checking in. Uh, you know, she's always reachable. Sometimes I feel guilty because we're reaching out to her at odd times. She's always responsive, always friendly, uh, always just easy to work with. She made selling our house just it's the easiest thing we've ever done because of her. So check out Cara, check out her new company, Sete Coli, again, S-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-L-I. So she studied mortuary science. She's going, she plans on becoming a mortician. Do you think she will really stay away from basketball? <laughs> uh, I, one thing I'm sure of is that she wants nothing to do with basketball in the immediate future that, that I'm sure of. I, I, you know, and I even had a chance to talk with Sue Bird a little bit and, and, you know, you get it. I mean, her, so her career is what, 21 years. And so you, you, uh, you need a break. You, you need to sort of reconnect. I, I know in Sue's case with family, uh, she wants to be around, you know, in a kind of experience like normal life. But, uh, I, I do think you will get to a certain point where that there's going to be a tug, um, and I, I don't know what that means for Syl, um, but um, she also has really invested, uh, you know, in, a, in a, a strong interest that she has with the, you know, mortuary science, and um, she's got great opportunity there. You know, there's some path uh, paths for her professionally, um, so I think that she's probably going to, you know, like Sue, they're going to take some time and, and probably. They're going to have some things that are going to come their way that maybe they don't realize uh, that that could lead them, you know, in directions maybe away from maybe what they thought. Um, you know, Katie Smith was was somebody that was able to really speak to that uh, because if you remember, Katie was long going to, you know, she was in dentistry and was long going to pursue that field, uh, and then that kind of became less interesting to her, and then she got into uh, uh, diet, uh, dietetic uh, studies. Um, that sort of thing. And so, but then what did she do? <laughs> she, she's coaching basketball. <laughs> uh, so some can walk away and some can't, uh, I'm not ready to say yet for Syl, uh, because at, at, at you know, a couple points along the way, um, I think there's been some intrigue, um, uh, um, 
you know, around, you know, and I ultimately, I, I do think she loved helping younger players. She loved being a part of their journey and helping them. Uh, so I, I would not rule it out for Syl. And that's not ever having a conversation with Syl about anything to do with basketball. That's my own sort of take on this after spending so much time with her. Yeah, I'd be shocked if she stayed completely away from the game. Of course, there are a million different ways you can get involved. But yeah, right. she just seems like a natural uh, to, to help help young players. Um, I asked you a question uh, before Friday night's game, and you gave me a great answer. Uh, you know, I was asking basically about the fact that, you know, you don't always get the right ending for a great career. And you've experienced all kinds of different endings for your great, your championship players, whether it's concussions or midseason retirement or whatever. Uh, and like, it always feels weird for me to ask you to recreate something you've said before, but I just, but if you would just kind of recap, you know, what it was like to have Syl, you know, actually be able to script her ending, at least in the way she was treated around the league. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was important to Syl. I, I, I think what I shared with you is that back in the last off season, when we began, um, we, we separated or we, you know, we went through exit interviews and kind of said, I'm going to give you some time. I know what was on her mind, you know, starting a family and, and doing some things uh, away from basketball and, and wanted to give her some time. Um, I also felt like she wasn't quite ready to be done, uh, but we gave her some time. And then when, when she made her decision, one of the key parts of her decision that she shared with me was that she recognized that our franchise hasn't necessarily been able to uh, have the celebration of great careers, you know, like a Lindsay Whalen. You know, Simone Augustus or Maya Moore, uh, we were able to, you know, even Rebecca Brunson, I mean, we were able to retire a number, but um, there was no sort of farewell tour uh, that each of those would you know, really have uh, deserved. Um, and, and I think for Syl and her commitment and loyalty to the organization had that thought on her own. There was no, you know, hey, we really need you to do this. Like the, our franchise and our fans deserve this. Uh, there was nothing from our side. That was 100% all Sylvia Fowles noticing that. And that bothered her. And she wanted it to be different for the franchise and for the fans. And, and to give you know, that opportunity you know, to, to, to celebrate her. And, um, and I think that, that to me, like just each step, like I, I continue to be you know, kind of overwhelmed with Sylvia's generosity and, and kindness and love. It's just, uh, it's really special. I don't know if I've met a human being with more love in their body. Yeah, it's very impressive. That's really cool. Um, and I'm, I, I feel like a spy saying this, but there's nothing negative <laughs> about it, so I don't mind saying it. I, I told you, I saw, I was uh, actually out with Cara Quinn. Um, my wife and her husband and I, we all went out for dinner after she sold our house. And, and we were up on Union Rooftop, and here comes like this large, very diverse group of people had kind of – taken up this huge section of the patio and here comes <laughs> Sylvia. And, and I, you know, I didn't nose in, I didn't even bother them, but and I have no idea what it was. It was something organized or coincidental, but, but here's Sylvia just walking around, hugging everybody and hanging out uh, the <laughs> night before she retires. I just thought that was a, I just thought that was the coolest scene. And it kind of speaks to her, you know, she, she wasn't, wasn't there with bodyguards and an entourage. She just walked around hugging people. Yeah. Her brothers are her bodyguards, right? So they were there. Yeah. <laughs> right, I think it was right. uh, something her agent had arranged for her. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that was kind of the culmination. I, I know, uh, all of her family that could be there. I was really, really special for Syl. And I, I think that's the group that you saw that night. Probably. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's, uh, we're obviously we're 
this is our Sylvia show. doesn't mean we're not going to talk more about Sylvia and basketball matters going forward, but we wanted to just dedicate at least one show to her. Let's get a final thought from Cheryl. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Thanks for listening to TalkNorth.com. And of course, as always, thanks to Brandon Morton, our producer. Give us one more Sylvia thought, if you would, Cheryl. Um, you know, I think, you know what I'm really happy about is I think, and I may have said this in, in, in one of the press conferences, that through all of this, I think one of the best things that came from this, we all we all know Sylvia Fowles, those of us that are around uh, still in her orbit. I think that so many other people, we got to tell Syl's story uh, to, to, and it re, you know, like in terms of a reach. Uh, so, so many people got to know more about Syl that maybe would not have. Uh, and I'm so happy about that because uh, of just the, um, the light that she gives, you know, the person that she is, like I said, the thoughtfulness, the generosity. Uh, I don't know if you, if you saw the, uh, <laughs> Sylvia said to me, I think it was the, the final week. She, uh, she sent me a picture of a bunch of beanies, knitted beanies for, you know, or different, different hats for, uh, the winter. And they were all different colors, all different designs. And she said, which one do you want? And there were some other, uh, they had initials and names on them and whatever. And, and she was, she was, she was spending her last week, um, uh, making gifts, <laughs> wow. making thank you gifts, baskets, whatever for, I can't tell you how many people. <laughs> and it was just. And I was like, of course she is. <laughs> Everybody just, yeah. said, of course she is. You should see what she gifted the players, and 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 it just, it just was. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming how, uh, you know, a person can be like that, and and uh, it just Sylvia Fowles. That that's, I guess, that's the final thought. She's amazing. Great stuff. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks, Brandon. We'll talk to you next week.